Hey y'all, I'm Christy. And I'm Jake. And welcome to episode five of Embracing the Dark. This week we are going to do a disorder spotlight on bipolar disorder. Welcome to August. I can't believe summer is almost over already. Like, I feel like it was just Memorial Day. Yeah, um, it just started. I know. And like, I have school starts back next week, classes at George Southern. Um, the county schools are already in. It's just, are y'all in up there? Or? Yeah. Um, Oconee went back last Wednesday. It's wild, man yeah um but before we get started i do want to say i have a super bad ear infection and my throat's really sore so if i sound funny that's why um so this week jake what was your mindful moment um so i haven't been to the movies in a really long time and my friend cam wanted to go see the new barbie movie so we went um it wasn't bad I didn't really know what to expect going into it. I didn't see any trailers or anything. But it's like a female um, empowerment type movie, right? Yeah, which was which was pretty cool to see. Yeah. I feel like most, all the guys I've talked to have not liked it. But I feel like because it's more like for the female perspective, I guess. Does yeah. I, I did like the ending. Um. But I don't know. I still really want to go see Haunted Mansion. Oh, I definitely want to see Haunted Mansion. And actually, I really want to see Oppenheimer. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I want to see that movie too. too. And I haven't even seen Indiana Jones. And I'm obsessed with that franchise. I've actually heard that that was a really good movie. Yeah, I really want to see it. I've just been too busy. Yeah, I understand that. Um, so Chrissy, what was your mindful moment? So this week I did a couple of fun things. Last weekend, um, I went to St. Simon's on an officer's retreat for my JC's chapter. And that was a lot of fun. We just kind of did different meetups, like group activities. So, uh, it was very relaxing. Yes. We actually made a TikTok and like did, um, the full house theme song and we oh, were like, cool. on the beach and it was like each officer did like something cute and then waved at the camera that's cool i like that it was fun um and then this past weekend our my chapter hosted jc's night out where it's like a night on on the town where we all dress up we choose a theme and raise money for a local nonprofit. This year's theme was Wild Wild West, and if any of y'all are, like, as old as me, I can't say Wild West without saying Two Wilds, 
because of the movie and the Will Smith song. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I get this song stuck in my head all the time because of working on this stuff. Um, Ellie raised money for an organization that offers mental health counseling at no cost for minors in our community. That's awesome. And it looked like you had a lot of fun too. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. We This was actually our biggest turnout to date and also our biggest like um, fundraising like effort I not effort but like is we raised the most money out of any event this this year oh that's good that's yeah good. it's like our biggest one in history that's what I was trying to say going to talk about bipolar disorder the Mayo Clinic definition is bipolar disorder formerly called manic depression is a mental health condition that causes extreme mood swings that include emotional highs, mania or hypomania, and lows, depression. When you become depressed, you may feel sad or hopeless and lose interest or pleasure in most activities. When your mood shifts to mania or hypomania, less extreme than mania, um, you may feel urific, full of energy, or unusually irritable. These mood swings can affect sleep, energy, act activity, judgment, behavior, and the ability to think clearly. Episodes of mood swings may occur rarely or multiple times a year. While most people will experience some emotional symptoms between episodes, some may not experience any. Bipolar disorder is a lifelong disorder. Um, there are actually several types of bipolar disorder. So I found that very interesting. Um, those include bipolar one, bipolar two, uh, I think you pronounce this cyclothemic disorder, cyclothemic, and bipolar disorders also induced by drugs, alcohol, or other medical conditions. Bipolar two disorder is not a milder form of bipolar one, but a separate diagnosis. While the manic episodes of bipolar one can be severe and dangerous, Individuals with bipolar 2 can be depressed for longer periods, which can cause significant impairment. Although bipolar disorder can occur at any age, typically it's diagnosed in the teenage years or early 20s. Symptoms can vary from person to person, and symptoms may vary over time. So what do symptoms of the different types look like? Bipolar 1 disorder... You've had at least one manic episode that may be preceded or followed by hypomanic or major depressive episodes. In some cases, mania may trigger a break from reality, which is known as psychosis. Um, and psychosis can last sh- like a short period of time or a longer period of time. Like when I had a yeah. psychosis, it lasted for um, a they said 24 hours, but they put me on, you know, suicide watch mm-hmm. for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, bipolar 2 disorder, you've had at least one major depressive episode and at least one hypomanic episode, but you've never had a manic episode. Um, cycloth- cyclothemic disorder, you've had at least two years or one year in children and teenagers 
of many periods of hypomania symptoms and periods of depressive symptoms, though less severe than major depression. The other types, um, these include, for example, bipolar and related disorders induced by certain drugs or alcohol or due to a medical condition such as Cushing's disease, multiple sclerosis, or stroke. Uh, what exactly do the manic and depressive episodes look like in bipolar disorder? Uh, mania and hypomania are two distinct types of episodes, but they have the same symptoms. Mania is more severe than hypomania and causes more noticeable problems at work, school, and social activities, as well as relationship difficulties. Uh, mania may also trigger a break from reality or psychosis and require hospitalization. So I know like when I was in the mental hospital, there was a girl there who was going through a hypomanic episode and she hadn't slept in four days straight. Whoa. And she was like about to like lose lose it like because she was yeah. just so exhausted she couldn't function um it was really scary to see because like, she would just like pace yeah. like she couldn't sit she like she was just so wound up she couldn't even sit to like enjoy like uh group time or like break or anything it was it was very scary wow. yeah that's crazy it is I can't imagine like I love mm -hmm. to sleep I can't imagine not sleeping that long she right. was like can y'all please just like give me something to sleep like to help her sleep which they did of course like that's what you're there for but um that was the whole reason she came there was so that she could sleep wow um, both a manic and a hypomanic episode include three or four of these symptoms. Abnormally upbeat, jumpy or wired. Two, increased activity, energy or agitation. Three, exaggerated sense of well-being and self-confidence or euphoria. Four, decreased need for sleep. Five, unusual talkativeness. Six, racing thoughts. Seven, distractibility. And eight, poor decision making. For example, going on buying sprees, taking sexual risks, or making foolish investments. <clears throat> um, on the other hand, a major depressive episode includes symptoms that are severe enough to cause noticeable difficulty in day-to-day -day activities, such as work, school, social activities, or relationships. An episode includes five or more of these symptoms. One, depressed mood, such as feeling sad, empty, hopeless, or tearful. In children and teens, depressed mood can appear as irritability. Two, marked loss of interest or feeling no pleasure in all or almost all activities. Three, significant weight loss when not dieting, weight gain, or decrease or increase in appetite. In children, failure to gain weight as ex as expected can be a sign of depression. Four, either insomnia or sleeping too much. Five, either restlessness or slowed behavior. Six, fatigue or loss of energy. Seven, feelings of worthlessness or excessive slash inappropriate guilt. 
Eight, decreased ability to think or concentrate or indecisiveness. And nine, thinking about planning or attempting suicide. The most prominent signs of bipolar disorder in children and teens may include several or severe mood swings that are different from their usual mood swings. Yeah, Despite the mood... Have mood swings. Huh? I was like, yeah, because we all know teenagers have mood swings. Oh, yes. yeah. Uh, I had them. Um, despite the mood extremes, people with bipolar disorder don't often, often don't recognize how much their emotional instability disrupts their lives and the lives of their loved ones, and don't get, and don't get the treatment they need. If you're like some of the people with bipolar disorder, you may enjoy the feelings of euphoria and cycles of being more productive. However, this euphoria is always followed by an emotional crash that can leave you depressed, worn out, and perhaps in financial, legal, or relationship trouble. If you have any symptoms of depression or mania, see your doctor or a mental health professional. Bipolar disorder doesn't get better on its own. Getting treatment from a mental health professional will ex with experience in bipolar disorder can help you get your symptoms under control. Um, suicidal thoughts and behavior are common among people with bipolar disorder. If you have thoughts of hurting yourself, call 911 or your local emergency number immediately. Go to an emergency room or confi confide in a trusted relative or friend or contact the suicide hotline in the U.S. call or text 988. So what can cause bipolar disorder? The exact cause of bipolar disorder is unknown, but several factors may be involved, such as um, biological differences. People with bipolar disorder appear to have physical changes in their brains. The significance of these changes is still uncertain and may eventually help pinpoint causes. Genetics. Bipolar disorder is more common in people who have a first-degree relative, such as a sibling or parent with the condition. Researchers are trying to find genes that may be involved in causing bipolar disorder and factors that may increase the risk of developing bipolar disorder or act as a trigger for the first episode include having a first degree relative, such as a parent or sibling with bipolar disorder, periods of high stress, such as the death of a loved one or other traumatic event, and drug or alcohol abuse. Left untreated, bipolar disorder can result in serious problems that affect every area of your life, such as problems related to drug and alcohol, suicide or suicide attempts, legal or financial problems, damaged relationships, and poor work or school performance. If you have bipolar disorder, you may also have another health condition that needs to be treated along with bipolar disorder. Some conditions can worsen bipolar disorder symptoms or make treatment less successful. Examples include anxiety disorders, eating disorders, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADHD, alcohol or drug problems, or physical health problems such as heart disease, thyroid problems, headaches, or obesity. I feel like headaches is just caused by everything else that you're dealing with. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, like anxiety, eating disorders, like all that can cause headaches too. So, exactly. High stress. 
Right. And anytime you have a headache, it makes you feel down and depressed and like, can't you feel like doing anything like headaches are just the absolute worst they are um and there's no way to prevent bipolar disorder however getting treatment at the earliest sign of a mental health disorder can help prevent bipolar or other mental health conditions from worsening if you've been sorry is thundering um a storm is coming so if i jump that's why Um, If you've been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, some strategies can help prevent minor symptoms from becoming full-blown episodes of mania or depression. One, pay attention to warning signs. Addressing symptoms early can prevent episodes from getting worse. You may have identified a pattern to your bipolar episodes and what triggers them. Call your doctor if you feel you're falling into an episode of depression or mania. Involve family members or friends in watching for warning signs. Um, so with BPD, one thing is I talk a lot to my therapist about triggers, but I keep like a list of my triggers in my um, journal. And that's how I started to learn them. Like mm-hmm. I, I know them now, but to learn them, I had to journal how they may how certain things made me feel and when I noticed like a pattern I knew it was a trigger for me yeah that's one thing you can do and always have like a list of people you can reach out to when you do feel triggered or that you um feel like it's coming on um to avoid drugs and alcohol using alcohol or recreational drugs can worsen your symptoms and make them more likely to come back um, I think they're talking about like uppers and downers um, because if you yeah. are triggered into a like manic episode from taking an upper, you know, that could obviously irritate your symptoms. Oh, definitely. Um, and three, take your medications exactly as directed. You may be tempted to stop treatment. That's how I feel sometimes. I'm like, I feel so much better. I don't need medicine. But do I feel better because I'm taking the medicine? Yes. So I need to be mm-hmm. careful. And we all should be careful with that. Um, mm-hmm. Even like right now I have an ear infection. So obviously I'm following my antibiotic schedule strictly. But once the earache goes away, it's hard to remember to take the or, you know, use the antibiotic drops because you're not thinking about it anymore. Exactly. Um, so I know how you guys feel if you struggle with your medications, but just work on it. Um, One thing I did, Jake, you remember when I had my little chart where I would put mm-hmm. a star every time I remember to take my medicine? Yeah. Um, that's a good way to get into a routine because you can make like fun little um rewards for going two weeks, going a month, you know, of taking your medicine every day. Exactly. Um, stopping your medication or reducing your dose on your own may cause withdrawal effects or your symptoms may worsen or return. Um, I recently tried to, my doctor, I did this with my doctor guys, um, tried to <laughs> wean me off Abilify. Um, and I still had like, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but like, um, medication withdrawal basically. Um, I had the absolute worst case of restless leg syndrome. Like I was crying, trying to 
calm my legs down so I could sleep. Um, and I got yeah. terrible headaches and I was very weepy. Like I was crying every day. Um, and that was, you know, done under the, um, what's the word? Like direction of a doctor. So definitely yeah. be careful doing it on your own. I would not recommend it. Yeah. It, um, doesn't always go well when you do it on your own. No. Um, so what does treatment look like? The primary treatments for bipolar disorder include medications and psychological counseling, psychotherapy to control symptoms and also may include education and support groups. Medications may include mood stabilizers. You'll typically need mood stabilizing medication to control manic or hypomanic episodes. Examples of mood stabilizers include lithium, valproic, Proic acid, divaprolex acid, carb, carbamazepine. Wow, I cannot say these words. And the metrican. So I think it's lithium, valproic acid, divaprolex sodium, carbamazepam, and lamotrigin. Um, I know a lot of people do take lithium uh like that's a very popular one for bp or bipolar and then like lamotrigin is what i take um for bpd so it is like a lot of these drugs cross over to different um disorders um another kind of medications includes antipsychotics if symptoms of depression or mania persist in spite of treatment with other medications, adding an antipsychotic drug such as Zyprexa, Seroquel, Abilify, and Latuda uh, may help. There's others out there, but that's just a few of them. Uh, your doctor may prescribe some of these medications alone or along with a mood stabilizer. I had, I was prescribed Abilify for a while. I mean, and it definitely works. Like, the only reason I wanted to stop taking it was because it causes weight gain and um, mm -hmm. also can mess up your A1C. So, like, if you're predisposed, like, my family members, like, my dad, my grandparents both have dep uh, depression, both have diabetes or all have diabetes. And so, like, if you're predisposed, it can, like, trigger it early. So, like, I had early onset diabetes because I was taking Abilify. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> which my A1C is way, way better. And we've dropped my Abilify down from 15 to, I think, 5. It's either 5 or 2.5. Um, so, I'm only taking it to, like, the smallest dose I can take now. And... um. I mean, I do definitely like the medication for its, what it does. It's just the side effects that can be annoying. Oh, yeah. That's why I um, stopped taking my Abilify is because of the weight gain. I mean, it sucks. Like, in the first year I was on Abilify, I gained 40 pounds. Like, and the medication literally saved my life. Um, I That's what they put me on when I was in the hospital. But, um... It just sucks that, like, 
you can gain weight so fast and so easily. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Um, another medication form is antidepressants. Your doctor may add an antidepressant to help manage depression because an antidepressant can sometimes trigger a manic episode. It's usually prescribed with a mood stabilizer or antipsychotic. Um, because that's what my doctor did for me is I had a Bilify and then I can't remember what antidepressant I took. I feel like it started with an L. I could be wrong about that though. Did you take Lamectal? Because that's an no. Stabilizer. I can't remember. Lexapro? Did you take Lexapro? That's an antidepressant. I think I started out on that and then for me it didn't work so then she switched me to something else. Yeah, mine is Zoloft. That's what I take for antidepressant. Who knows? That's been so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, another type of medication is antidepressant and antipsychotic. The medication Symbiax yeah. um, combines the antidepressant fluoxetine and the antipsychotic um Olanzapine? Olanzapine, I think. That's right. Uh, it works as a depression treatment and a mood stabilizer. So that's what I had. I had the fluoxetine. That was uh, my antidepressant with the Abilify. It didn't start with an L at all. Um, I just want to like say that we're not like mental health or we're not doctors. We're not like health yeah. professionals. So if we struggle on pronunciation that's why because we have to like literally figure this stuff out on our own um so please don't judge us and if you if you don't like the way we say something or y'all know for a fact that we say something wrong please just let us know we'll be glad to correct it in the next episode um definitely because we don't want to cause any confusion out there we're just here to like get the word out and spread the Spread the word about mental health. Exactly. Um, the last form of medications uh, can be in the form of any anxiety medications. Benzodiazepines. Oh, that looks <laughs> good. All right. We'll, we'll go with that one. Uh, may help with anxiety and improve sleep, but are usually used on a short-term basis. Yes. That's not the same I... thing. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I did take one when I was in the mental hospital, but my doctor didn't prescribe it when I got out of the hospital because they can really mess up your weight. And um, a lot of those other medicines already have like weight gain or weight loss um, side effects. So I would just say be warned that it can really cause a lot of weight gain if you take those type of um, sleep aids. Um, my doctor just recommended melatonin for like a, a long-term use. And I just buy the gummies at Walgreens. Yeah, that's what my doctor told me to do as well. The gummies or the... Uh, like, sorry, the melatonin gummies. Yeah, yeah. Them. They actually work really well. I like them. Yeah, I like them too. Treatment can also include continued treatment, 
Uh, bipolar disorder requires lifelong treatment with medications, even during periods when you feel better. People who skip maintenance treatment are at a high risk of a relapse of symptoms or having minor mood changes turn into full-blown mania or depression. Day treatment programs. Your doctor may recommend a day treatment program. These programs include the support and counseling you need while you get symptoms under control. Substance abuse treatment. If you have problems with alcohol or drugs, you'll also need substance abuse treatment. Otherwise, it can be very difficult to manage bipolar disorder um, or hospitalization. Your doctor may recommend hospitalization if you're behaving dangerously, you feel suicidal, or you become detached from reality, psychotic. Getting psychiatric treatment at a hospital can help you calm, keep you calm and safe and stabilize your mood, whether you're having a manic or major depressive episode. So thanks for um, helping us get through all of those difficult words, guys. Uh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's my bad. <laughs> no, it wasn't just you. I, was I just like, don't know how to speak. <laughs> trying to make them up. Um, people are probably like cringing. Doctors are going, what are they saying? Yeah. Um, the Fresh Hope of Mental Health website lists some strengths of people who suffer from bipolar disorder. Tenacity creativity and the hyper seasons high depth of introspection during the depression cycles maintaining good health habits like exercising diet and sleep patterns those come along with learning your triggers and managing your cycles um so that's why they say they um contain good health habits because that's what they have to do to manage their symptoms and resiliency other sources list positive psychological traits of spirituality, empathy, and realism. BetterHelp.com states that each year it is estimated around 7 million adults in the U.S. experience bipolar disorder, which equals about 2.8% of the adult population. Additionally, 4.4% of all Americans will experience the disorder at some point in their lives. Furthermore, in 2019, 40 million people who experienced bipolar disorder, uh, according to the WHO, which is the World Health Organization. When you said the WHO, like, it made me think about the band. <laughs> me too. <laughs> That's why I was like, it's the World I mean, Health you say Organization. The WHO is what they say. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay some famous people with bipolar disorder include Demi Lovato Mariah Carey Catherine Zeta-Jones Carrie Fisher Russell Brand Winston Churchill Kurt Cobain Vincent Van Gogh Vivian Lee Mel Gibson B.B. Rexa Pete Wentz and Ted Turner interesting so who's the most interesting one to you well, I think I can guess I don't what know. your answer is. I bet your Churchill. answer is Vivian Lee. No, I thought you were gonna say Vivian. Oh, well, also Vivian Lee too, though, because um, she Gone with the Wind. Yeah. But I've like when I've looked up everything about the Gone with the Wind, and like everything, I, it surprised me to hear that she had bipolar disorder. Um, I did like 
I've done some digging on Gone with the Wind, like filming actors and stuff like that. And I did hear where a lot of people didn't necessarily like working with her. Really? One reason because apparently she smoked like a freight train. Uh. But also, I mean, that's fair given the the time. Um, yeah. Like every everyone smoked a lot back then. Yeah. But people said that they didn't like it because she smelled bad because of the cigarettes. Huh. But another thing they said was that she was just hard to work with and get along with. Probably because she was undiagnosed bipolar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That because what Gone with Wind was uh, in the twenties. Want to say that was like twenty three. I don't know. Nineteen twenty three. I think that's crazy. That's a hundred years ago. Yep. Is that that's wild? I don't. Is that right? I had no idea. Sounds right to me. Or maybe it was the late twenties. Nineteen thirty nine. Oh, I was a decade. Crazy though. That's like literally what ninety years ago. Yep. Crazy. And so. Obviously, her being alive back then, she could have gone undiagnosed. They didn't have the correct, like, medicine or form of therapy going through it. I was pretty, like, surprised by Ted Turner. I guess because... Also same. He's, I guess, maybe you would say a high-functioning bipolar person um and I I mean I don't know uh obviously it just seems like someone with that level of success would have to be high functioning I feel like yeah yeah I mean and he had his own tv station (laughs) right uh tbs and um cnn and yep. I mean Cartoon Network. Turner Broadcast. Yeah, I think Turner Classic Movies. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's all those that. different stations. And uh, you know, I mean he owned the Braves for years. So oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Turner Field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <sighs> okay. Now I'm so used to hearing about it as Georgia State football stadium. Oh. Which whatever. (laughs) Annoys me so much. And that's such a nice stadium. I just like it makes me mad that that's what it is. I don't know. Also probably also us just hating Georgia State so much. Like y'all don't (laughs) y'all don't take it personally. We're just like George Southern fans. So Yeah. Um, Because Georgia State and App State are the biggest rivals. Right. Currently anyway. And, I mean, I feel like App State's a lot, like, more difficult team, you know, than Georgia State. But it's like, Georgia State's in the state, so, obviously. Yeah. It's... Yeah. For me being. But Hill Southern, Georgia... not state. <laughs> yeah, Southern, not state. For me being a Georgia fan and a Georgia Southern fan, I can relate it. The closest thing I can relate it to is like Georgia's rivalry with Florida compared to Georgia Tech. 
when we talk Southern. Yeah, that makes sense. Talking about like Georgia Southern with App State and Georgia State, like yeah, you shouldn't lose to Tech being a Georgia person. Right. And Southern shouldn't lose to Georgia State, but yet they still do. And it's like, come on. Right. Their football team's not even that good. (laughs) So they've had football for what, like a little bit over a decade. We've had it since the eighties. Right. Like their foot like Georgia Southern's football team is older than me. And Georgia State is still like a baby, you know? Yep. Um, and they took their U from us. Or our U from For us. those of you out there that don't know, um, Georgia State plays in the Sun Belt Conference. Well, they played in the Sun Belt Conference first. And Georgia Southern moved up to the Sun Belt. And because we were both GSU and Georgia State was there first, Georgia Southern has to just go by GS. And it's really annoying. Uh-huh. So it's just not fair, man. It's not. <laughs> And we just like went off on a hole. I don't even know like how this happened. Don't know. Oh, because Ted Turner. Ted Turner, Turner yeah. Field. Okay, as always, we would like to end on something fun. Um, so for my guilty pleasure this week, we had uh we have mini corn dogs on the kids menu at Dobie's so for the past week like not every time I'm at work but pretty often I'll order the mini corn dogs um I love corn dogs and I forgot about that but now that I've been ordering them I've remembered how good they are especially with some mustard Oof. so I love corn dogs too like especially at sonic like they're my favorite because they're small but Mm -hmm. i love the mini corn dogs because when we go to disney world um if you go to magic kingdom there's a restaurant called casey's corner and it's like a hot dog restaurant that's baseball themed um like casey at bat casey's corner anyway so okay they have like a you can get a mini corn dog meal and it's like i think like 10 mini corn dogs and uh i always dip it in ketchup because i'm like a ketchup girl but you can get it with cheese like nacho cheese and it's like everybody loves it which i stick with ketchup but mandy and like everybody on tiktok and everything always talk about the cheese but i don't do the cheese but if you're out there and you like the cheese or you you know want to try it go for it that sounds good because i i love mustard but i also will dip a few in ketchup or like i'll mix the mustard and ketchup mm-hmm. also Never like about queso to do like popcorn i don't know if i've already said this in the episode but popcorn with nacho cheese is so good oh you haven't mentioned that on bank yeah that sounds really like, good if you go to the movie theater and you ask for like a side of nacho cheese for your popcorn it's so good interesting yes um so Christy, what was your guilty pleasure? Um, this week my guilty pleasure is Zap's Voodoo chips. They're like my definitely my new favorite chips. Um, I tried them for the first time back in April at the RBC Heritage Golf Tournament on Hilton Head, and I've been craving them ever since. So I broke down and ordered a whole box of individual bags on Amazon. 
and they're just delicious and I just love them so much. They're so good. Yeah. I've had voodoo, um, the like crawfish, whatever. They have a dill brand. Yeah, and they have the jalapeno. One, I've seen the other ones. They're good. I have to try. So, what does crawfish taste like? Because that kind of like scared me a little bit. Um, it's just kind of like a. I don't know. It doesn't taste like crawfish to me. Um, it's just kind of like a spicy, but uh-huh. not like the jalapeno. But I don't the jalapeno either. But I the like jalapeno are my favorite. Jalapeno chips. Like they're my favorite. Especially Miss Vic- is it Miss Vicky's that makes the mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good. Those are my favorite jalapeno until I try the Zaps jalapeno. So I would recommend those. Once again, we want to thank Joe Tyrone from Fiverr for our theme song. We also want to thank Mandy Kennedy for designing our cover art. You can email us at embracingthedarkpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a question or comment on the episode, a general question on mental health, or a general question about me or Christy. You can also find me on Instagram at Jake underscore Chapman underscore. That's J-A-K-E underscore C-H-A-P-M-A-N underscore. And you can find me on TikTok at Christy Kennedy 87. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-Y. Kennedy, like the president, 87. And on Instagram at ACristyK87. That's A-C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-K-8-7.